This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. Joining us on our hotline is the man who organizes it all year long, Joshua Starks. Joshua, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. And I, I was telling everybody how tired you sounded yesterday when you called at 9 a.m., so how tired are you right now? Well, I managed to get a little bit of sleep this morning or last night and get prepped to go. So I'm I'm hard charging and ready. We're getting the barricades out, getting the stage out. Man, it's going to be a wonderful day. Chin up, chest out, charge on, as an old coach once told me, who is himself a military member. And I know you yourself were a veteran. Thank you for your service. What got you involved with the parade? Uh, you know, when I uh, I was actually involved in the parade when I was about four, my parents got back from uh, the military here in Tulsa, moved in, and so I was standing on the side, and you know, I've just moved my way up through the parade as I went on to Boy Scouts, ROTC, and then after 9-11, I served, and when I got back home, I stepped in to help with the parade, and next thing you know, I was in charge. <laughs> that's what happens when you, yeah, that's what happens when you miss a meeting, right? <laughs> that's exactly right. They reward good work with more work. <laughs> yeah, some days you get voluntold. Uh, all right, so the one thing that's important about this is it, we're honoring veterans, and it's one of the biggest in America. We know how the heartland feels about veterans, but why is Tulsa's parade so big and so special? You know, uh, Tulsa, because uh, when they signed the armistice, which is the day we celebrate on Veterans Day, uh, really the impetus of it, and when they signed it, there wasn't enough time in some eastern cities to have a parade on the day of the armistice signing in 1918. But Tulsa had enough time because we had a couple hours extra. They threw parades together. So when other cities are celebrating their 104th parade, we're celebrating our 105th parade. And I like to tell people it's just Mm -hmm. Tulsa loves their veterans, just a little extra special. Well, I mean, there are, I mean, it's also numbers. I mean, people show up. There's so many people here, so many of our veterans. And we, you know, we're blessed. You know, this was the state that had the most astronauts for the longest time, you know, that yep. kind of thing. So many people from here had had really substantial roles. And that just continues to bloom here, doesn't it? You know, Oklahomans just love love their country. They they love their people, and they've they, you know even at the street level, you see everybody taking care of everybody. So it absolutely makes sense that when it comes to service, you're going to see more of us serve. You're going to see more of us out there taking care of business. On this day, tell us about where the parade starts, where it goes, where it ends. What are some of your tips for best viewing, parking areas, that kind of thing? Yeah, so we're going to have some parking down there at the VFW 1109 East 6th Street, and we have a shuttle that runs up to the parade and back. Um, additionally, the best viewing is going to be probably at the Dignitary stage at 3rd and Boston, but the parade's going to run down 3rd Street from um, Cincinnati to Boulder, and then from Boulder from 3rd Street to 7th, and then back up uh, to uh, Boston on 7th, and then back up to 6th, and then all the way back to the VFW. You know, some high points, I would say, is uh, 7 in the morning, we serve breakfast at the VFW. So if you're hungry, you want to get some food in before you get out there. It's not too cold, but it's a little chilly. So if you want to get out there and get some food in your stomach before you get out to the break, come get a free breakfast. We raise money all year to serve everybody. We serve about 1,500 to 2,000 people. Yeah, oh, that's cool. And, I, you know, I love those things. You'll see those uh, VFWs or average, you know, hey, pancake breakfast on Saturday, pancake breakfast on Sunday. Those things are yeah. are really, really fun. Now, a lot of times, and I know last year you guys did it, yeah, like I can see 47 fly over their special vehicles. Mm-hmm. What can people look forward to this year like that? Oh, yeah, no, we're bringing the C-47 back. We're going to have some massive floats. We got 120 floats coming into the parade this year. It is going to be massive. We have over 4,600 people registered to march in the parade. 
So I would be super excited. You're going to see a lot of Humvees. You're going to see probably a tank or two out there. Oh, yeah. uh, there's going to be some really awesome military vehicles out there. But on top of that, there's going to be some awesome company floats that their veterans groups have put together. And you'll get to see those veterans from those companies out there. Do you have any idea? Now, we always have kind of some grand marshals and some dignitaries. Tell us about those. And do you know who the oldest veteran will be that we have with us this year? I, I don't know who the oldest veteran is going to be this year. The uh, um, Let me think. Uh, caught me off guard with that one, right? But we're going to have the mayor, the city council. We're going to have uh, the superintendent of Tulsa Public Schools. We're going to have uh, county and all that down there. Um, you know, all of our elected officials are going to be down there on the review stand or marching in the parade. And, and you know, they all call me throughout the week preceding mm-hmm. and they tell me this is the one event that they really want to make sure they're all at. Yeah, they, nobody wants to miss. And even though it's going to be a little cooler than it has been, it really isn't bad. We're going to have we're not going to have rain or anything along those lines. If you had mm-hmm. something to say to the people of Tulsa who show up just to support this, what would you say to them? You know, I would say this is that day that we, you know, a couple days here for Veterans Day and having two parents that, that were veterans um, and being a veteran myself, take this time. If you have a veteran in your life, just say thank you. Get down there to the parade, scream and yell, because this is that one time of year. So many of our veterans in the Tulsa area is the only time you'll know they're a veteran. And, you know, they deal with stuff. Sometimes it's under the surface. Sometimes you'll never know they're dealing with stuff from either service or being deployed. And, and this is that time to say thank you for dealing with all of that throughout the year, and we recognize and appreciate you. A couple of minutes here, we're closing up with Joshua Pate. He's the director of the Tulsa Veterans Day Parade. You were telling me as soon as this one's over, you already start planning for next year, huh? That's absolutely right. You know, we start, we get on the books and we plan all year long. So it's a 12 month process to put this together. It's a lot. What's the hardest part of putting it together? You know, the hardest part is probably the coordination and communication. You have, um, you know, you have 120 different floats out there with five, well, near 5,000 people trying to make sure that everybody knows where to be, when to be there, what uniform, ready to go. It's like herding cats some days, but a lot of times, man, I just love getting out there and seeing everybody. It's 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 fun organizing, and I was a commander in the Army, and so it's it's just an old hat for me. Well, I started to say it's got to help. You know, one of the things when you mentioned earlier, you know, we talk about the number of people here, veterans. We heard a lot about some of the new hospitals they're trying to you know put into place. Veteran services yeah. have gotten a lot of attention in the last few years, and there was a time when it was negative attention about it not being good enough. Mm -hmm. Is it improving, Josh? You know, from my perspective, I can tell you it absolutely is improving. And I know that, you know, like Senator Inhofe was great at moving in and getting the new primary care. You know, we have one of the best primary care facilities in the entire country here in Tulsa. Um, They just stood that up. It's got seven primary care stations in there for our veterans. And then now they're standing up the hospital, which has got like 80 beds in it. And they're working to get that up. I think it opens in 2025. The amount of of resources in the Tulsa area alone for veterans is truly extraordinary. And most of the rest of the country comes to us. And we we have a lot of talks and a lot of training to try and figure out how to mimic what we do here with our nonprofits, with our with our government agencies to make sure our veterans are taken care of. So when does the C-47 go over? Because, man, I am a nut for military (laughs) aircraft. Oh, man, it's good. you're going to hear those engines roar at 11 a.m. They're going to be coming down there. You'll know the parade's moving when you see when you hear those engines. But it'll come right down 3rd Street, and we've got it on station for one hour. So if you miss getting a photo of it in the background of your selfie the first time, don't worry. She's going to come back around for about an hour. Outstanding. That's Joshua Starks. He's the guy organizing the Tulsa Veterans Day Parade. And I wanted you to know I got you on before I got a colonel on, so I didn't want to outrank you, but I got a colonel at 710. <laughs> 
awesome. Well, good deal. I hope he's good. Think, oh, yeah. Well, even if he's not, you don't tell a colonel he's not, right? It, <laughs> That's exactly right. Josh, thank you. March on, and I hope it's a tremendous, uh, tremendous day today, and thank you for your service, sir. Rick, thanks for talking to us today. You have a good day, brother. You bet. That's Josh Starks, the uh, organizer of Tulsa Veterans Day Parade. I, I I don't know too many people that don't have a soft spot in their heart for that anyway. I do because my uncle served 41 years. Man. He was a master sergeant in the career Army. career out of it, you know? Oh, this, yeah. yeah, he, yeah oh, he was a career. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was a master sergeant in the Army. He was in Korea, actually in Cambodia, which they weren't supposed to be in at some time. So you ever see him on the street ask me about the uh, salad dressing? <laughs> I'll tell you his story about that. Uh, they called him back uh, later, and he was in Vietnam as well. They called him back later for Desert Storm because of his experience. He taught ROTC at OU. He taught rifle and marksmanship. There are trophies in my aunt's house. My uncle passed away uh, that you can't read because they're in foreign languages because mm. he won me won marksmanship trophies in other nations, Man. which is really cool. As a awesome. matter of fact, Steve Owens, the Heisman Trophy winner, is one of yeah. his ORT, ROTC guys, and he used to say he can run, but he damn sure can't shoot. <laughs> 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 one of those guys. I tell you, my uncle, uh, he had this, and you, you've been around former military people who have this command, right? Mm. Uh, one of my dive masters, David, is a retired Marine, and he just has this, you know, David's a really nice guy, but he just has this, air that you can tell that if needed he'll go take command right oh yeah well my <laughs> i'll tell this really quickly before we move on my uncle <clears throat> uh, uncle benny uh, was his name uh, benny selby uncle benny had that with him all the time he really friendly really nice big dude though and it, when he got commanding it, i mean his voice went from uncle benny to master sergeant like that <laughs> when it needed to be so we were my grandparents were in town we I lived. I, they kind of raised me. We lived in Tahlequah and in Muskogee, but they uh, had a farm in Tahlequah. I moved over there, and they were in Tulsa to get some tires. And my mom lived over at Thirty uh, First and Sheridan, and so Uncle Benny and my aunt and my cousins were in a car in front of my grandparents and I, and they were turning into a business right there by Thirty First and Sheridan, and <laughs> Uncle Benny and, and them they they turn in. And there's there's room for my grandma and grandpa to pull in, right? And so my grandpa starts to turn left to pull in. And this car hits the gas and screams up. And grandpa hits the brakes. And she hits the brakes. The lady in the car hits the brakes. And the two of them come, I don't know, eight, ten inches from each other, screeching mm. to a halt. And my uncle, <laughs> I remember this like it was yesterday, jumps out of the car runs out in front of the lady's car. And I've heard Jeremy say this one word on the air, so I'm going to say it. It's just not like me, though. Uh, and he looks at the lady, and he points to the windshield, and she says, back your ass up, lady. <laughs> and, she, and he said it in a master sergeant voice. And she was just, I mean, she froze. Her eyes got really big. She didn't look behind her. She didn't look in the rearview mirror. She slammed the car in reverse and just hit the gas. And, she backs yes, sir. up and she goes, she backs up 10, 12 feet and then to a stop. And he goes, and he just puts the hand up like stop. And he looks at grandpa and he points at him and he points him in. <laughs> grandpa pulls in. Of course, there are cars parked all around you by oh, yeah. now, right? Grandpa pulls in. Right. And then he looks at the lady, he points at her and he just points forward. And she throws it into <laughs> the drive, and argh, she screeches off again. And all the traffic is stopped, and he's standing there, and he looks at both sides, and he points at both cars, and he just crosses his arms like, okay, you can go now. 
And then he turns and walks back to the car. I mean, it's just an average day. We could all use an Uncle Benny in situations oh, like God. that. Man, we need Uncle Benny for those. You know, in the moment, because I was a kid, in the moment I was a little bit mortified. Yeah. And then I got out of the car and I was like, cool. <laughs> i tell you this, though. If my cousins and I were out playing or whatever and Uncle Benny was mad, you didn't want that voice. Oh, yeah. I promise you. Oh, yeah. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.